welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. I'm Richard, your announcer, coming to you again wherever you happen to be on this beautiful day. Biblical Truth Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1 And without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who seek Him. Hebrews 11.6 Resultant exhortation, encouragement, and our soul's assurance. The Bible teaches that prayer is the chief and perpetual exercise of faith. Prayer cannot help but express the hope and joy that are inevitably attached to faith. John Calvin Our purpose, igniting a growing, biblical, dynamic, sincere, soul-satisfying communion with our Savior. And now, once again, here's your host, Fred. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. We do thank you that it is beautiful because we are saved despite our circumstances. And on this day, I am praying for extra grace for your lowly slave, holy God, seeking you in everything, this podcast especially, and included at this moment. We pray that you would open our eyes, Lord Jesus. We pray that in our pursuit of righteousness, in our pursuit of you, in our pursuit of walking through the Christian life, that we would indeed seek your face, set our purpose to those things, and we pray that you would get the glory and you would show us the way we need to go, even when we may stumble. We bow before you, Lord Jesus, in that regard, praying that we would, in your mercies, in your grace, give ourselves a break, holy God, as we go through this life and sometimes mess things up, decision-wise, obedience-wise, in all those ways, Lord Jesus. So we do pray that you would help us to pray, help everyone who listens to deepen their prayer lives and to pray. We commit this time to you in the name of Jesus, the Christ, who is our Savior. Amen. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Fred, and if this is, again, one of your first times here, welcome. If you're back again, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know if you've been around for a while, and as I'm telling you now, I am blessed and humbled and and joyful to be able to do the podcast, especially this podcast. I love being the host of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer, and right now we are reviewing early principles that we discussed in prayer early on. And if you haven't heard any of those, we began the podcast with the idea that we were talking to people who were just starting to pray. That was the setup that we had to begin with. And all that makes me blessed because the first principles of prayer are actually the simplest and therefore the most encouraging most of the time until you grow in your prayer life. And then, of course, the deeper things become most encouraging. But it also makes me humble that I'm able to teach it all. And it makes me joyful because I enjoy encouraging people. And that makes me happy, I think, from the inside out, from the Holy Spirit out. So today, what I want to do is encourage you to pray. In reviewing the very principles, there's one ironclad rule for prayer. Well, two. One, prayer is just talking to God. 
And two is take the pressure off of yourself, give yourself a break, and just talk to God. We know, and you can ask anybody, any child, what the definition of prayer is. It's talking to God. And we know, biblically, and as we grow and mature, that's not all it is, but at its center, that's what it is. Talking to God, pouring out our hearts before Him. You've heard me say before. Unless you're new and then you haven't heard it yet, but you will. And as we've developed the podcast from the very beginning, there's a couple of things that have developed in my life that I hadn't thought about before. And one of those things is just that, the the perspicuity, if you will, the naturalness of prayer. Communication, verbal communication, is human. It's what we do. It's completely human, which means it's completely natural to communicate to other people and hear from other people. And so the question, and I developed this analogy early on in the podcast, so the question comes, how do children learn to talk? Basically, they listen to their parents or to the adults around them. They watch those same adults, and then they start to talk. And if you're a parent, you know this. Babies talk, or at least make noise like they're talking, way before they talk. Babies tell us things and tell us stories, sometimes long stories, way before we even understand what they are saying. But if the mom and dad, the parents, the adults around them handle things correctly, it doesn't stop them from trying to talk and tell us stories, and it does not stop us from listening. As a matter of fact, you know, for me, I love when my babies learn to talk. I love listening to any babies learn to talk. It's a joy and a, and a delight. So the analogy then is, how are we going to learn to pray? By watching, listening, and praying, right? You don't get better at prayer unless you start prayer. And oh, by the way, if you haven't experienced this as a parent, watch next time you're watching a baby and his parent, mother or father, and see the joy that the babies get from telling us stories that we don't understand, and that we get from listening to those babies. It's pretty amazing. But there's joy in that, even though the communication isn't exactly what it will be someday. And prayer is the same way. We learn to pray by praying. Now, really quickly, when we get saved, we are born again. That's what it says, for instance, in John 4. He tells Nicodemus, Jesus does, he must be born again. Ezekiel says we get a new inner man. The New Testament says we get a new inner man. We've been renewed from the inside out. And in 1 Peter 3, he tells us that we are as newborn babes and we need to grow in respect to our salvation. So if you ever thought about it thoroughly, that's why you pray, right? Even if your prayer is haltingly delivered and sporadic, you do pray because your new inner man longs to have that fellowship, that communion with God. And God longs for that communion as well, or doesn't long for it necessarily, but he wants it. In fact, he commands it and he encourages it. And as you pray sporadically, your soul, your new inner man, longs for more and more prayer. And that's one of the reasons, probably the only reason, that you listen to this, because your your new inner man wants to learn to pray or to pray consistently. And like I said, the Father wants to hear your prayer He wants to hear you talking to him, pouring out your heart. 
Proverbs 15.8 says this, The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. And this just came to me as I was reading. We often think service, is God is the high, service to God is the highest thing we can do, but our service isn't as delightful to him as our conversation with him is. So if you're new, and if you're new to prayer, or if you're struggling in prayer and you start and stop, give yourself a break. Just pray. Just start talking to God. You know you want to. Your inner man does. The Father, in either case, if you haven't prayed at all, started to pray at all yet, or if you've done that sporadically for a couple of weeks or a few days, and then you stop for a long time, our Heavenly Father is seeking you to start and to start up again. He's not standing there with his arms folded and his feet tapping, waiting for you to come into the room so he can yell at you because of your conversation. He's waiting. He's waiting for your delightful conversation with him. So don't feel like a failure if you are just starting. And do not feel like a failure if you, as my friend Richard says, have starts and fits with your prayer life. Just pick up again and start praying. Now, along with the idea of just starting to pray, practicing prayer, because again, you don't get better at something that you don't do. The other concept I would really like to emphasize here is do not let anything stop you. Like we said, there is more to prayer than just talking to God. You might call it a grammar or an etiquette of prayer. There are rules. I don't like the rules word, but there are. Despite that, pray. Little children, and this is the nut of the analogy that I began about three years ago, when a little child is learning to talk, if their parent told them to shut up until they learned how to talk, their talking would be severely delayed. And I believe the Bible uses the fact that God is our Heavenly Father for a reason. And can you imagine that you have more patience with your children learning how to talk to you than God does with you learning how to talk to Him? I think we do Him a disservice if we believe that, if we let things keep us from just talking to Him. Now, in prayer, we do need to grow into the grammar. We do need to grow into the habit. We do need to grow into the rules or the etiquette of prayer. But don't let anything get in your way. Really quickly, there was a time in Bible college when I was giving an older, not only an older man in the faith, but longer in Christ in the faith, who was struggling with prayer. So I told him, this is what I do. I have a list of things that I pray about every day. He really blew up. He got angry. I'm not going to talk to God like that. I'm not going to give him a shopping list. I'm not going to go on and on for five or ten minutes. And we didn't talk much after that. But because I write my prayers down, I knew that that one moment stopped me from praying for two weeks. It was two weeks before I sat down to pray again. And when I did, I determined not to let anything like that happen again. Here was a guy who was struggling in prayer, yelling at me for the way I prayed. And the principle that we're talking about overriding is if you're a child, you're going to learn how to pray. Your, your prayer life's going to change. Your communication with God is going to change, but it won't change if you don't start. And you may have heard, and I've heard pastors say this, we ought not to pray for ourselves, but pray only for others. We ought not to pray for physical things, but only pray for spiritual things. 
neither of those things are absolutely true biblically. There are times, of course, when the spiritual overrides the physical, or for others overrides ourselves, but neither of those things is a rule. So don't let anybody change the way you pray. In fact, I just read this week, Martin Luther was in the habit in his morning prayers of praying three hours a day. Two of those hours were for himself. So don't let somebody's rules about the grammar, about your habits, or what they think you ought to be praying about, torpedo your prayer life. And in fact, if you check out Philippians 4, what you're going to find out that you can pray about everything and anything that's causing you to be anxious. And the promise is the peace of God. So you will grow into those things, those rules, the etiquette. Again, I'm using that word. But you won't if you don't pray. Now, you can expect to change and grow. Expect that, but don't let anything stop you. Nothing. And if you hear something from me that you think that you know is getting in your way of prayer, Whatever that is, even if it's true, set it aside and pray until you grow into it. And I know that I would get some pushback from some preachers on that, but I am telling you, prayer is natural for our souls, and we really won't learn to pray without praying. And next time, we are going to review the reasons and the results of our prayers, and we will talk about that at length. But for today, If a simple, sinful slave like your host on this podcast can find rest and peace, knowledge of the Lord, encouragement and joy, and see a little bit of his glory, because I took to heart Matthew 11, 28 and 29, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my load is light. And I have said this before, that's not just a call to salvation. It's a call to fellowship with the Holy God of the universe, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the more and the deeper your prayer life is, the easier his yoke is, and the more rest you find for your souls. At the very beginning of this podcast, I said quite a few times, I hate to guarantee some things, but I'm guaranteeing you, you set your heart, mind, and strength to prayer, and you will find it more glorious and worth it than you ever thought. Today, my beloved friends, I commend to you your charge. Pray without ceasing, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. That could even be the form of your initial prayers. Be blessed, my friends. Let your new inner man have his way and pray. As always, thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you at www.frponprayer.com or freerangeprayer at gmail.com. And for all your voiceover needs, go to richarddurrington.com or durringtonr at gmail.com. Keep your dial here for our next episode. And if you have a dial, you just might need an upgrade. For Fred and I, have yourself a prayerfully fun-filled day.